You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Trenches. This is uh, it's a sad Monday, but if you're a Buccaneer fan, you got to be feeling good about yourself. You really do, and I'm being serious about that. I don't think anybody expected us to have a home playoff game. I don't know if anybody expects us to be going on the road against any mighty, mighty Lions. And you know what? The Lions are pretty damn good, okay? The Buccaneers lost to a better football team. The the Niners are a better football team. Um, I'd probably say the Dallas Cowboys are a better football team right now. But that's not being... I'm not sad about that. The Buccaneers were an upper echelon team towards the end of the year, this year. Okay, not towards the beginning, towards the end, the Buccaneers are playing some pretty darn good football. So looking into next year, when you talk about, you know, remember John Gruden said the future is so bright. It looks the future looks substantially better right now than it did at the beginning of this year. And let me tell you why. Obviously, the cap situation is a lot. Okay, and we thought we were going to stink this year. We thought we were going to be six and eleven. Okay. We won probably three, four more games than everybody thought we were going to win. So hats off to, obviously, Todd Bowles. Hats off goes to Jason Light, Baker Mayfield, obviously. I thought we would take an off a year. Then we're also going to, next year, we're going to be off too. Now, I'm going to applaud Jason Light right now for revamping this thing so damn quickly. Usually after you win a Super Bowl, you take a dip, especially after you lose your quarterback. You usually take a dip. The Bucks didn't dip, and I'm not sure they have to dip next year, because there's no. If you if I if you would have told me that the Bucks were going to be better this year than they were last year, I said I I think you're wrong, and I think at the end of it, the Bucks were actually better this season than they were the last season. I think this year's Buccaneer team would have beat last year's Buccaneer team. I really believe that. I think they rushed the passer a little better. They run the ball a little bit better. At the end of it, Baker ended up playing quarterback better than than Brady did at the end of his year. He just did, okay? So I think this the future of this team is much better when you look at, okay, Tristan, Tristan Wirth's going to have to get his money, okay? Obviously. Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to have to get his money, and that's a lot of money, people. Baker Mayfield, if you want to keep him, he's going to have to take some money. I don't know how much. I don't know how much of a deal he wants to do. You got to figure Baker would probably stay here for a little less money because he knows the locker room. He knows the system. Hopefully he has a little loyalty to an organization that, you know, picked him up a, a trash, trash heap. And that's where he was, a trash heap. So let's hope that Baker has some loyalty towards the organization, but he doesn't have to. And then there's Mike Evans, okay? Mike Evans, who is becoming LeBron James of, of football, every year you're like, he's gonna ha- he has to fall off. He get- there's no way. There ain't no way he's any 1,000 yards. I think I said that three straight years. Like, I mean... It, it, this is what Mike's doing is un- unprecedented. Nobody's ever done it. Towards the end, look like this. Mike looks amazing still, and Mike is still the number one guy still at, at this age. I don't know if you can resign him. I don't know if Mike wants to come back. I don't know that. What you guys have to realize is what somebody says in the press isn't always the way it is. Like you think Mike's gonna look at the press and go, "I don't want to come back here." Why would he say that? First of all, it's bad business. It's bad business to say you don't want to come back because if you're a free agent, what you don't want to do is cut off any money lines. Even if you don't want to go somewhere, 
If I didn't want to go to the Cincinnati Bengals, but I hear that they're bidding on me, you better not stop them from bidding. So the business part of it, Mike's never going to say he doesn't want to come back, even if he doesn't. I'm not saying he doesn't. But I've been here before. When you give your team a chance to show their loyalty, and Mike did. He said, hey, guys, you can re-sign me. I'd like to end my career here. And the Bucks were like, nah, nah. That never goes away. I'm just telling you. So we could say that Mike wants to come back. Mike can say he wants to come back. That doesn't mean that his loyalty stays here. So this offseason is going to be interesting. I thought Todd Bowles grew this year. Dave Canales grew this year. Yaya Diaby, all of a sudden, is a football player. Kalijah Kansi is a football player. Not just grew, are football players. Like, some people grow. Those guys are football players. Kansi, at the beginning of this year, I saw him do a couple moves, okay? He got some quick twitch. He reminds me of Bryant Young a little bit from back in the day. The kid could play. KJ Britt yesterday played 80-something percent of the snaps. Obviously, he could play. And the one touchdown, from what I hear, was Devin White's fault. So, we've probably seen the last of Devin White. Good riddance. See ya. See ya. I didn't really get it, to be honest with you. And Kate Otten, I said he grew on me. Kate Otten's becoming a, a target. He really is. This Buccaneer team can be all right next year. It can, it can be. And listen, you know me. I'm not going to say something that ain't, that ain't going to happen. Uh, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. But I think they have some pieces. They got to be innovative by the way they, they, spend, they spend that money in the offseason. But going back to watch that game, the Bucs lose at 31-23. It seemed closer than the score even till the end. One thing about this Buccaneer team this year, boy, they didn't give up ever. They really didn't. There were, I don't know how many times I'm like, that's it. And next time you look back and the Bucs are right in the game. Even the games that they lose, they always figure out ways to come back and be close. Always. They did that all year long. But going back and looking at that Lions game, the Bucs lost it over turnovers, okay? Baker didn't take care of the football. And they lost it in the trenches. They, they, the Lions are better than the Buccaneers in the trenches. That's it. They're better than the Buccaneers in the trenches. They're better than other places, too. But that's where they lost the football game. Baker was uncomfortable. Goff was very, very, very comfortable. Very comfortable. And the Buccaneers were in a situation where, you know, you can't mess up opportunities, and they let some opportunities go. Jamel Dean, you got to catch that ball. You know what I mean? Uh, Gadecki had a missed assignment and didn't block Hutchinson. I mean, that's harder. Just to block him is hard enough, but to not block him? Okay, you know, Rashad White didn't look good picking up blitzes at all, and they knew it, and they were coming at him. He just, he didn't, either he didn't know which way he was going. One time he took a, made a false step and just fell down, and Baker was getting his wig split all day long, all right? So next year, we got to take care of Baker a little bit more. You know, I, I can't believe I'm saying that, like, like he's our franchise quarterback, but I still think that Baker took too many hits this year, way too many. At the end of the year, you see his body's you know beat up and he, he ain't quite the same. But what I love about this team is this Buccaneer team fought all year. And if, if whether you're 
a Todd Bowles fan or not, you have to applaud Todd Bowles for having his boys fight. They fought all year long. It wasn't pretty all the time. It, it wasn't. And a lot of times I'm hearing the masses and I'm hearing the, you know, uh, in the media, oh, I didn't, I like this game plan. I didn't like this game plan. I like this game plan. I didn't like it. You can't just like a game plan because it works, everybody. Every game plan is good. It's about how you, how effectively the players execute the game plan. I can make a game plan and my right guard has a terrible game and the game plan is out to shitter. That happens sometimes. So, we put too much in the results. Three weeks ago, Todd Bowles was a terrible coach. Oh, we got to get rid of Todd Bowles. Forget about the fact that he shut down Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Forget that. Forget about that. That's that's unimportant. Who shut down Patrick Mahomes since? I'll wait. You're so ready to get rid of Todd Bowles. Watch what you ask for. Because the grass isn't always greener. And right now, I look in the locker room. I'm not in the locker room, but I can sense I don't see any type of revolt. And I also see a quarterback in Baker Mayfield that I believe when I'm seeing the players and hearing the players speak on Baker Mayfield, that's their guy. And that's the guy, that's that's who they're hoping is going to be the guy going forward. So the season doesn't end like we wanted to, but then again, Beginning of the year, if you just said the Bucks are going to win a playoff game, I'd be like, "Damn, here we go!" I'd have been excited, and that's what happened. The Bucks won a playoff game. They went to Detroit to a hostile, 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 hostile environment. A tough, tough place to. It was Detroit's time. You know that, right? Like sometimes it's your time. It sure seems like it's the Ravens' time. I'm not saying they're going to beat Kansas City. I don't know that. But it seems like it's their time. Patrick Mahomes don't give a shit. <laughs> he really doesn't. And there better not be eight seconds left on that clock when he gets that ball. But it just seems like it's the Ravens' time. And I'm going to say it's the Lions' time. I would say it's the Lions' time to beat the Bucks. I think the Bucks weren't quite there. I didn't say it's the time to beat San Francisco because San Francisco is still a good football team. Although, watching San Francisco, they look beatable as hell. They really, I've watched San Francisco a half dozen times this year. They look beatable to me. I would not be shocked if the Lions get get that done. But the season's over, yet it doesn't ever end. Free agencies everywhere. You got all the senior bowls. They have the combine. I went to the combine last year. I'm thinking about maybe going again this year. So... You know, in the trenches is going to continue in the offseason. May not, maybe not every single week because there's not that much going on, but uh, definitely going to talk about some of the things going on in the offseason for the Buccaneers. And listen, there's other football going on. There's always things going on. NFL is uh, omnipresent and uh, doesn't really stop. So uh, in the offseason, you're looking for someone to hang out, come to the Dignitary Tea and Carver House, 4817 Southwest Shore Boulevard. Good place to watch your football. The big old television here and uh, got a lot of knowledge here as well. So come hang out with us. And I appreciate everybody listening into the podcast. You're listening to my Brooks and Beckles. Uh, we interviewed the great Jeffrey Vinnick the other day. So if you want to check out another podcast, Brooks and Beckles. And uh, there'll be some other podcasts probably popping up here, there, and everywhere. Season's over, but uh, now the fun begins. And uh, feel good about next year. Let's rock and roll. Everybody have a wonderful night 
or day, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.